Welcome to this edition of It's About Us. I'm your host, Fresh Darwish, and I hope you're doing well, and I hope your family is safe. I have one word for you, folks, and that is wow. Wow. Did you watch that debate last night? Wow. I know a lot of pundits have come out since the debate and have given every bad word in the book as crazy as this sounds the only positive that i can get that i can take from this debate between biden and trump last night is that it's unanimous republicans and democrats alike agree that it was a total disaster it was a total mess and uh an absolute dumpster fire of a debate some people called it the worst debate in history um i have not been around for all the debates before I was born, but I can tell you uh, that was that was bad. Um, both candidates looked unprepared. I get it. Both candidates, the president, of course, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden, vice president. Um, I completely understand you don't like each other, but both of them looked sloppy. I was shocked of, of what I was watching. I get it. Uh, within a debate, you have your moments where you talk over each other. You have your moments where you try and cut the other person off. There's never been a debate that I've ever watched. Heck, I've been in a couple of them, not in a, a big stage, but when I was running for Congress, where one candidate will tell the other candidate that they're a liar. But this is something extraordinary in a bad way. Wow. Just wow. Wow. So, yes, you look at both of these individuals, and I will say again, there's no way anybody would walk away from the debate last night and say that you are inspired, that you could look at Biden or Trump, and we're going to examine who had the edge over who shortly. But there's no way, unless you are naive or blind, based on just that debate last night, can you walk away and say, wow, I am fired up. I love the future of our country. Everything is great. And it's not because of what they said. It's because of the lack of what they said and how they said it. Yeah, you walk away from last night and you can't help but be confused, shocked, and wondering what the hell is going on. What is this? What am I watching? And that's the beauty of this show. It's about us. Let's break it down. Let's, let's go through uh, some of the highlights. <laughs> Let me take that back. Let's review the lowlights from last night's debate. It was a complete train wreck. I was embarrassed to some degree. And let's see, for the people who actually didn't have a chance to watch uh, any highlights of the debate, or low lights. Let's break it down right here on It's About Us. Okay, so I don't know what else to tell you except, yeah, this was nothing but an insult fest. It was uh, literally who can throw more crap at the other person. I was, uh, I was taken back of what I watched, and I know a lot of people were. 
This this was truly a unbelievable sight. Um and and it made it very difficult if if you are the swing voter and you are you're watching this. You are watching Donald Trump and and Joe Biden. Uh, I don't believe you can walk out of this debate and say we have a clear winner. Uh, I believe that Donald Trump, to some degree, was successful to bring Joe Biden down, um, down to his level. And it was more of a question then, like, who, who is more dirty? Who, who, can, who, can, who can be more dirty? Who can, insult, who can out-insult who? That's, that's what I got from the debate last night. And it was confusing. It was hard to understand them. They were literally talking over each nonstop. Were they talking over each other? They were talking over each other. And to top it all off, even in the moments where Donald Trump and Joe Biden had an opportunity to speak, both of them, with all due respect, came across a little incoherent. You can tell they were both rattled and frazzled by the way they're slinging back and forth, insulting each other. 47 years, you've done nothing. Well, let's have this debate. And if we'll you would have had, let me just tell you something, Joe. No, if you would have had the charge of what I was put through, I had to close the greatest economy in the history of our country. And by the way, now it's being built again. You see, and it's going to get to fast. the economy in the next segment, sir. Okay. Oh, Mr. President, I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars, So yes. not 700 Millions of dollars, and you'll get to see I, it. He says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code. Yeah, I mean, the, the issue of the taxes, of course, was going to be brought up. And uh, the, the New York Times, the story was very accurate. It was accurate. Uh, Donald Trump is truly America and the world's greatest con artist. Yes, I understand there's loopholes. But at the end of the day, there comes a point where decency matters and that you are supposed to pay your fair share. And Donald Trump clearly doesn't do that. Matter of fact, you can tell by his business model is to make sure to purchase land or golf courses, take big losses on them, and then whatever you're making cash-wise, you're able to write off the losses, but you're able to keep the cash. That's pretty much how Donald Trump operates. And yes, that makes him kind of fraudulent. You're not this everyday citizen, and you're not a celebrity anymore. You're now the president of the United States. So whether Donald Trump likes it or not, his level of accountability is held at a much higher level than, yes, when he was just the host of The Celebrity Apprentice. And he does take advantage of the tax code. That's why I'm going to eliminate the Trump tax cuts. And but why didn't you do it over 20, uh, the no, last no, 25 no, years? No, because you weren't president, you because you are president screwing no, no, things no, no. up. You were a senator. And You're the, the worst way, president vice, America has ever had. Hey, hey Come Joe, on. Let, me, let me just tell you, Joe. I've done more in, in 47 months. I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm during this extended period, not to engage in any civil unrest, and will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? President Trump, I'm you go first. I'm urging my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully, because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. 
As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia, bad things. And Are I you? am urging I am urging my people. I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair You're election, I am 100% on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. And I'll tell and what, you what, what from a common sense. So basically what uh, President Trump is telling you that any way you look at it, he is going to use the election and the mail-in ballot any way you look at it. These poll watchers that Donald Trump is talking about, uh, he's telling us, that he's gonna, he is going to cause a problem. He is going to cause chaos. These poll watchers, like as if, you know, what are they going to be in every single poll in the country, every polling station you can think of? It seems like already uh, Donald Trump is going to do whatever means necessary to make things uh, difficult, to ensure that... Uh, that yeah, that he is going to he is going to cause enough chaos to to very least he is going to cause enough chaos to delay the elections. Uh, that's what we're looking at, and I can see that that's what's going to happen. So yeah, get ready, get ready, folks. Um, this thing is far from over, even before it has begun. It is it is far from over. All right, um, let's see if we can bring in our good friend. Bentley Patterson, who looks like he is driving. Let's go to him right well, now. Bentley, I, what's I, going my on, my friend? Was, was to be, you know, outside somewhere, but it is so windy, Rush, you wouldn't have been able to hear a thing. Sorry about that. That's okay. What's what's going on? Uh, and first of all, Bentley, did you did you watch the elect uh, the debate last night? Give me your takeaway. What did you see? What did you feel? Was it a complete dumpster fire for you as well? That is, that is a great way to describe it. It's a dumpster fire. It's a train wreck. It's everything rolled into one. Um, it, it was just not what I want from my president of my uh, of the United States. Either one of them. Either one of them. I, I have no additional respect today for either one. Um, I, I, you know, you kind of would have hoped there would have been a clear adult in the room. But when he takes over like that, there's just uh, – he was unstoppable in his insistence in interrupting the debate, and he would not let Joe Biden speak. Um, they're going to have to – they're going to have to shut his mic off. That's the only way you're going to be able to control that. Yeah, I, I, I was really taken back, and I, I'm trying to, by the way, play it cool, be even-handed. Um, but everything – that we talked about, you and me, when it comes to Donald Trump, his temperament, um, his lack of intelligence, his level of integrity. Uh, it was on display last night, and it, I have to say it one more time. How does anybody watch this man and not say, this guy is a complete, he's a complete moron? How, how do you vote for him? And yet, if you turn on Fox News, you see them celebrating and high-fiving each other. And, and, and you're questioning... You know, they're, 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 I, I watched briefly um, the five or whatever they call that. Yeah. The five of them on it. And, and four of them were all pro, uh, pro-Trump pro and just, you know, you could do no wrong. And, and the other guy was trying to explain to them how that the, the Proud Boys had grabbed onto that soundbite that he put out there. 
and we're running with that and using that as promotional material for them, that the president was calling out to us to, hey, just hang back and stand by. You know, and that's really what he said it said to them. He, Did he uh, denounce it them? Was, no. And it was deliberate. It didn't look like – I thought maybe he I, – I thought he mis, misspoke. I thought he meant he was going to say stand down, but he didn't say that. You can tell that he really meant it. He refused. He refused to say it. If you think his Charlotte statement of their good people on both sides was a, a mis, was misspoken, you are wrong. And then the other way you can back it up last night was when he said that the the racial uh, where they they were uh, what what are they doing the education program for racial equity and and he was saying no we're not, I cancel that because it's racist. Um, because, you know, it teaches people to hate America. That, that is white supremacy, proud boy stuff stamped all over it. Yeah, uh, right now, Donald Trump, the way he's looking at this is that I am going to play to my base. I'm going to play to where I can get my guaranteed votes. I, I believe he is digging deep. He believes that the proud boys, uh, the white supremacy, Voter is out there, and he believes that there's still an untapped market in that area. He, he's not looking to engage black folks, Latino folks, Muslim folks. That's not him. He's thinking, man, I got a bunch of young white Americans and just white America to vote the first time. And it's, it's what's that, wash, rinse, repeat? He's at it again, Bentley. Yeah, he is. It, 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 it's, so, it's so sad to watch. And, and he's got a chance of winning because the enthusiasm factor is huge. Trust me, I drive through Wisconsin. There are more banners and flags and, and not when they're, when they're for Trump. And there's not just one in a yard. There'll be like a, a, a four by eight, you know, Trump sign and, and eight flags. And it, it's amazing, that, you know, the Trump 2021. It, it is amazing to me as I drive through there. And Wisconsin's a battleground state. I mean, it, it, it could be a deciding factor in which way this election goes. And I'm, I'm worried, Rush. I am really worried. Yeah. known was is that the big factor was is that there wasn't a lot of minority voting and and as long as people are making that effort and as long as that line from last night that he's communicating to the proud boys to stand by and 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 stand back stand back and stand by and then he's calling for you know and he puts out that he wants uh uh election what what he want election observers poll watchers he called him Poll watchers, exactly. He wants his poll watchers. He wants the, an army of poll watchers out there. And, and that word army 
don't don't kid yourself. That word is chosen for a reason. It, it, this this and and the other one is that he's saying that he won't walk away. You know that he, he won't go. Um, it, you know, in the event that he loses, you know, he's already laying the groundwork that it, it'll be tainted, and therefore he'll he'll deny the election. Um, yeah, no, there's 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 some scary. We've got a scary few months ahead of us here. Tell you what, Bentley, let's go back to uh, let's play a couple more clips from the debate. Listen in. Um, here's some more clips from this again, absolutely, absolutely chaotic, unprofessional, and sloppy debate. Does that mean you're going to tell your people to take to it the means you have a fraudulent election? You're and sending you out 80 do? million ballots. They're not, they're not equipped to. These people aren't equipped to handle it. Number one. Number two. Okay. They cheat. They cheat. Hey, they found ballots in a waste paper basket three so, days ago, and they all had the name right. military ballots. They were military. They all had the name Trump on them. Vice President you think Biden, that's good? Vice President Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted, and will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified? Yes, and here's the deal. They count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until Election Day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. And by the way, our military, they've been voting by ballots for since the end of the Civil War, in effect. And that's, and that's what's happen, going to happen. Why was it not? Why is it for them somehow not fraudulent? It's the same process. Okay, I, I, thought, I thought, Bentley, that was also, that was a good point. Uh, is that what we know historically mail-in ballots work. So it's there's no question here that Donald Trump is creating, it's what he does best, Donald Trump's gift, folks. And if you haven't figured that out, how could you not? I'm, I'm just being straight with you folks. That his his job, what he does best is cause chaos. And this whole mail-in ballot, it's it's all laid out for him to cause even more chaos. It's amazing how a guy that uses the mail-in ballot can say that he doesn't trust mail-in ballots. Um, it's amazing to me how a guy is out there suing Iowa, who sent out, they had to mail in and request information, request the ballot, right? So they had to put their name, their address, what voting area they're in. They had to put all that information. So when they mailed it back to them, they already pre-filled in all that information so that, that, that it was being sent directly to that person to fill out ballots. Trump sued Iowa and got that, all those denied because they had already pre-filled them out. They pre-filled them out with the information they had supplied, but yet uh, they were all denied. So tens of thousands of votes, uh, ballots were denied, and now they're scrambling to try to get blank ones out to those same people. I mean, it, the, the guy is such a hypocrite, and he, you're right, he's laying the groundwork, and he's also laying the legal work, uh, groundwork out there. He, he's, it's going to be, if, I, I can only pray that the ballot box is a landslide. That is our only hope, Rush, for, for a clean result to come out of this. Um, I mean, how, how Bentley, for almost four years, we have watched Donald Trump in action. We have seen the drama. It never ends. And we've talked about this so many times on our show that no one knows how to keep the mud going. You know, when, when a politician makes a mistake, that one or two mistakes, the media is able to pounce on it because the politician, the elected official, corrects themselves 
and they don't make any more mistakes or say anything crazy or, you know, just wild or provocative, Donald Trump has shown us this new strategy that I'm just going to keep on throwing crap on the wall. And I've said this a lot of times, and this is where what he specializes in. I don't see a path here, Bentley, where the dramatic, the climax, doesn't continue on at a level that even you and I can, cannot even imagine after Election Day, the day after Election Day. I, what's going to happen after this election is what really worries me, because there's going to be some time where the, the results are uncertain, right, which is going to make it a little bit different than, than you know, past elections that I've, I've known. Um, we, we could go two or three days without knowing who the winner of this election is. Um, and, and that would be, that's a worst case scenario uh, uh, for us because he would throw so much mud on the wall in those three days. Um, it, it would be that his army would then turn militant. That's the problem. They would become the militant forces. So, so Bentley, let's talk about this. And I, I know that many media pundits love to strike fear into the hearts of Americans. But is it impossible or is it possible that we will see gun-yielding citizens the day of the election and days after the election, an internal civil war, this level of chaos that, again, you and I cannot even imagine, but it gives the opportunity for Donald Trump to say, hey, we don't have the results, and they need my leadership now. We need a president in place to deal with this chaos. This is what I feel that what we're going to end up seeing. I mean, am I, am I exaggerating, or are you concerned about this, or am I just a big conspiracy theorist all of a sudden? Rush, when he's calling for an army of poll watchers, he is calling for exactly that. He is talking about having armed people at these polling places. There were already were. There already were in the primary. We're going to see a lot more of it and a lot more of them out of the polls. And I, it's just, I fear for us, Rush. I really do. So you're scared, um, too. You're worried. I, I am very worried. I'm right with you. Yep. All right, let's have some fun here, Bentley, to close off uh, It's About Us. Uh, you probably have heard of this. Uh, I actually missed this part on the show. I'm a Muslim American. And when they actually discussed the taxes and when will Donald Trump pay the taxes... Uh, I, I watched a portion, I admit, I'm just shooting straight with you folks. Um, Joe Biden said a word, and I really didn't understand it until social media went wild. And um, here is what he ended up saying, and, and let's let's analyze it. Bentley, I'm going to put you on the spot, and you can tell me what he said and what it means. So here, take a look. I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars. So yes. not 700 Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But and let me Shalom? just tell you, Chris, let me just tell you something, that it was the tax law. Okay. So, so Bentley, tell us, tell, here's the quiz. Um, a, a free shawarma sandwich from Rush, 
What did what's that word that came out of the vice president's mouth? And what does that word mean for our large non-Muslim, non-Arab American audience listening and watching? It's about us. Rush, you you told me when I first started doing Rise Up with you that if I learned how to use that word correctly, that I would endear myself to, to the Muslim community. And what he said was inshallah, which means God willing. But the way in which he used it was so appropriate because it was that little kind of twist on it. Like, yeah, that's never going to happen. But, you know, God willing, it might. Uh, it, 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 if that is indeed what he said. No, he, no he said it. He apt of the, the campaign uh, the campaign oh. confirmed it. He said it. Oh, and matter That's of fact, beautiful. there's somebody that I know well that I, that we're working for uh, when it comes to organizing for, for Biden. Um, he said that the campaign, a lot of the members, non-Muslim members, apparently they like to swing that word around a lot. It's kind of one of their catchphrases during the campaign. I love it. I love it. And, 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 and well-delivered. I know... I know the people in the community that don't like it and are very somewhat even offended by it, and I want to respect that as well. True. But as far as someone who's actually making an effort to reach out um, and, and picking a word that would be like giving Donald Trump a full-blown wedgie, um, <laughs> that's it. And, 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 you know, if he did it with the intent of giving Donald Trump a wedgie, I'm even more in favor of it. Well, Bentley, hey, and I, 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 I want, want to explain this. I I got you, my friend. It's uh, the shawarma sandwich is uh, it's in the mail. It's coming, inshallah, inshallah, it's coming in the mail. So so uh, ben- well, so Bentley, I want to as we we wrap this up. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, folks, Muslim scholars, or just even people who are moderate religious Muslims, don't like the way inshallah is being used today. Even even Joe Biden used it in the incorrect way. Um, inshallah means like it's a promise. God willing, this is going to happen. It's it's supposed to be a promise. And right. too many people use it, especially if you have kids. The kid will say, um, you know, can I buy, I, I want this toy. You tell them, ah, inshallah. It's become more now of a, a way to kind of blow somebody off and not follow through. It's, it's more of like, yeah, inshallah, yeah, like scram, beat it. And right. yeah, a lot of Muslims are upset because it's it's not supposed to be used that way, and that's why a lot of Muslims are not happy about the way Joe Biden used it last night at the debate because he I I, it was a joke, it was tongue in cheek, but it's exactly how a lot of Muslims do not like the way it's being interpreted. I, I, and like I said, I respect that. I, I I understand that, and and I can see how people would be offended by that. Um, yeah, uh, but but going back again for that one phrase, if it was done to to drive a wedgie in 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 Donald Trump, I'm all for it. Uh, let's go to the miscellaneous files, uh, Bentley. I know we talk yeah. a lot of politics here. Chicago Bears are now three and zero. It's the ugliest. Speaking of ugly, I mean, we're talking about the debate how ugly it was. The Bears are three and zero. My guy, Money Mitch Trubisky, is out as starting quarterback. Um. How you feeling, man? That's the uh, you, you're a big Bears fan like me. That has to, this has to be the ugliest three and zero start I've ever seen in my life. Better than zero and three, of we course. Could, we could easily be zero and three. Yeah, you're right. It it, it 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 was so close, you know, on how that happened. But let's 
ride this Nick Bull train right now. Um, he came in. He, he wasn't great at the start, and he's got skeletons in his own closet, so he's not the end-all and be-all. But let's see where this takes it. He delivered a couple of really nice balls, hit guys in full-out right stride. They didn't have to reach for it. It was right there. That was nice to see. I haven't seen that at all. Um, so, you know what? I, I, I think that Trubisky will make somebody a nice backup somewhere. Um, but, yeah, it, it, that that era is over and gone. Well, and eight- I, I have a prediction to close out the show. Somehow, some way, my man Mitch will find his way back as the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears to finish the season. That's my unfriendly prediction here on It's About Us. I, 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 I hope that you're not right. Thank you, Bentley. Absolutely. I appreciate you, man. You know I appreciate you coming on the program. And by the way, uh, I want to once again let everyone know that this is my wide shot, and the chair is always open for you, Bentley. I just cut to the wide All shot. Right. That chair was designed for you to come Let's to Pilsen, and, and, and you just won't do it. You won't Let's do it. Let's get through this COVID thing, and, uh, and, and we can be in a studio together. I, I, I would look forward to that. Hey, and by the way, right here and now, I want to say that for you, running to Springfield, yeah, I know you didn't talk about it, but I want to talk about it now. I am pledging to you, my brother, $500. All right. The team running to, running to Springfield. So God bless. Keep on running. I'm so proud of you for everything that you do, and, and I'm honored to be associated with you in every way. Bentley, you know I appreciate it, man. Um, you know, we, we wanted to do something different, and this was our different, I think, um, you know, after the campaign, uh, a lot of decisions had to be made about what you want to do next. And I'm just very proud of the group that, you know, I helped co-found with some other activists as well, uh, the Refugee Life Foundation, which, um, you know, focuses on helping refugees around the world. And for a lot of people, you, you may have heard what happened at the Mariah Camp on September 8th, uh, fires Burned down the entire camp. We're talking 13,000 people had to already 13,000 displaced people, Bentley. Uh, the camp burns down. They had very little stuff on their back. And then just like that, they, they lost everything. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm heartbroken, but also inspired that uh, myself and other activists and runners are, are going to be running from Chicago to Springfield, the running refugees relay October 10th. I'm looking forward to it. And, like I said, uh, I will make the support donation right after we get off here. Bentley, the good news is because of that donation, uh, I'm no longer going to deliver via mail the Shawatama sandwich. Um, we are going to make sure the Shawatama sandwich will be uh, in person, inshallah. Inshallah, my brother. All right, take care. Bentley Patterson, care. always on the program, and appreciate him so much. Uh, we are out of time, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the program. If you miss portions of the show, uh, make sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and so many other podcast publications. Take care, everyone. This show is always about us.